This is not the Wikipedia Weekly. Well, hello, and welcome to the 13th episode of Not the Wikipedia Week. This is Darova, your host today, and I am here with AGK, who is joining us by text, FT2, an arbitrator, who is also joining us by text. I'm also here with Phil. Hi, how are you doing? And Herod. Um, Hi, from, <laughs> Hi from uh, Almere, Nederland. Thank you for joining us. And 769. And a leaf blower. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Shoemaker's Holiday. Hey there. Um, anyway, we are here to discuss several different things. And Seddon, would you like to start it off? Uh, you wanted to discuss some recent changes to the Wikimedia Foundation Board of Trustees. Okay, sure. Um Okay, basically, um, about uh, five days ago, there was a message that was posted on um, Meta, which is the um, essentially it's the the Wikimedia's foundation uh, way of, um, as far as I know, it's it's a way of um, making sure that all the the other uh, wiki projects um, they're all kind of. Um, centralized most of the um the coding is is based there um and, and basically um the idea was that they wanted to uh, increase the uh, involvement of the the chapter groups the the uh, which are almost um subsections of, of the wikimedia foundation they're, they're locally based so people from the united kingdom would uh, join the uh, United Kingdom chapter. There's uh, an Argentinian chapter. There's uh, recently uh, been formed an Australian chapter, and so on and so forth. And basically, uh, the first part was to um, have two uh, chapter seats, and basically these seats would be filled by uh, by two people from all of the chapters. Now, at the moment, it hasn't been decided how these people are going to be selected. But anyway, these two people would be would be chosen from the chapters, and then also what they've added is they've added two specialist um, places onto the foundation board. Uh, at the moment, these seats haven't been filled; uh, they will be filled with in time. And these four seats are open up for election at the end of this year, I believe. Um, and and basically, um, what happened was it was decided that these changes would be made. And the um, the community really wasn't um, informed about this. There, there was no notice that this was going to happen. Uh, basically, this um, this notice was put up, and it, it's kind of filtered through down now to the sort of project level. It obviously there was a bit of a delay with sort of um, word of mouth, and it's now sort of uh, reaching the, the the rest of the projects. And there's been a, a huge discussion on the foundation mailing list where you know people have been voicing their opinions not just over whether it was the right thing to do um it was you know we're always talking about the fact that there should have been community involvement that there should have been um you know prior consultation with the community and and he also you know now i think the the topic is you know suggestions of of who really should be um in these these additional specialist uh, places is sort of a, a general chat. Um, uh, Phil, sort of, uh, what's, what's your opinion on this? Well, I have to admit, I I'm kind of like Iowa DeWitt. I don't really understand it. It's kind of confusing to me. Um, I gather the policy has changed, and we haven't really got an explanation for why the policy changed. Um, but I'm still kind of vague on it. I gather it has something to do with the, the community having less say in things, which does seem a little strange to me. It would be nice to have an explanation, though, if there is a big change in policy or a downweighting of the of the representation of the of the community. Uh, yeah, I, uh, other than that, I, I just don't know. Aside from just liking them to explain what's what's going on. 
Yeah, I think I think that's sort of the the general view is that people really just would have it would have been nice to sort of um, had a uh, just a you know prior warning you know that there are going to be changes made and you know just having some sort of um, communication with the community just about you know these changes instead of um, them being thrown upon. Um, now, Derovera, I know that um, you started up um, uh, what's the word. The, petition yes. that, to the the foundation. Yes. Yeah. Would you like to, to tell us more about that? Well, um, there were a couple of things going on, and for the the first couple of days after the meeting, um, I I really didn't pay too much attention on it. Um, my name came up in the meeting, sort of in passing, because I was one of the people on a proposed provisional volunteer council. Um, that was proposed to the board, and and the board uh, decided not to give its formal say. But I later found out, informally, the board is fine with it. But somebody, the the person who had presented it, had come with a budget, and and you come in a way that they just didn't want to put their stamp of approval on on that version of it. But they still wanted us to move forward. It, they did not make a formal statement, though, that they wanted us to move forward, and I was feeling a little bit awkward of, you know, well, should we, would there be a backlash, et cetera, et cetera. And the fact that it wasn't approved was really kind of a minor thing to me. I didn't really mind. Um, and so when people tugged at my sleeve, I thought that they were just saying, oh, you know, well, this didn't happen. And I was like, you know, not such a big deal. And then somebody tugged a little bit harder and said, did you see what else they did? And the, I saw the whole restructuring. And individual people who had been there had said a little bit, but it had not been uh, announced or discussed in advance, which really was customary. Um, and, oh, okay. And uh, we're just trying to bring Allison in, who is just... A, let me interrupt myself and bring in Allison. Right. Um, while that's being done, can I just ask yes. a question? Mm-hmm. Is this restructuring... Is it that um, there's fewer representatives up from the community on the board, or are there more members of the board that are are not no. from the community? There are some other things uh, as well, and uh, one of the things is that the uh, position on the board of uh, Jimmy has changed. Uh, uh, he has uh, given, uh, he's been giving a, a founder seat on the board. So basically, uh, as long as he wants it, and as long as he, uh, according to the board, fulfills his role, uh, he is uh, will be having his uh, seat basically uh, uh, for forever and a day. Uh, that's a big to sell. Now, um, if you're if you're talking about uh, chapters, the idea of, uh, uh, as I have uh, been explained, it is that uh, chapters are, uh, uh, and and some of them really are uh, well organized and have the types of skills that are important uh, for the governance of an organization. And another thing that you have in uh, chapters is that they are uh, they represent more or less uh, the Wikimedia Foundation or movement or however you want to call it in the country, and uh, uh, they are typically member-based organizations. So uh, if anything, uh, you have through the back door a member-based uh, representation. Uh, in the Wikimedia Foundation through its chapters. So when you're when you're considering uh, uh, how it, and uh, some may say that they don't uh, need to be a member of a, a chapter, but um, yeah, what can I say? It is one way of making sure uh, uh, that you are uh, involved. Yes. May I step in at this point? Uh, first, I'd like to welcome Allison. Hi, Allison. Hi. And I'd like to point out that there's there's one big problem with these chapters right now is that uh, there's apparently um, on the foundation level there's a hitch 
uh, with chap uh, with uh, chartering chapters in the United States, and no um, no chapters have been chartered yet within the United States, and, and if that's going to happen immediately either. Um, in fact, I'm so close to the Mexican border, I'm I'm I, I'm halfway thinking of starting a chapter in Mexico just so I can sneak across the border to go to meetups. Everybody isn't actually included in, in that system yet. Yeah, but it is uh, it is one of the surprises, uh, or it has been a big surprise for the people in Europe that the uh, that there is no chapter yet in the United States. Because uh, if anything, we would think that it would be easy to make that happen. It's there's an administrative hurdle to overcome that I imagine could be done, but hasn't been done yet. And I understand AGK now has voice enabled. Would you like to say hello? Well, maybe that's not quite up and running yet. Um, Allison, you wanted to discuss uh, the community petition uh, regarding this. Um, right. Um, just a second. I'm actually in bed. Um, yes, I'm just um, curious about the, the community petition that's on Meta. And I was wondering, on it, um, in a short period of time, it's actually um, accumulated quite a number of signatures. And I know that you yourself um, proposed it. And I think, you know, I think it might be just like um, a small, gentle wake-up call to the foundation to, to listen maybe more closely to the grassroots who do the work. Well, um, yes, I, I, I was the person who wrote it, and I was very surprised to find out from some people who've been around Wikipedia far longer than I have that uh, this is the first time that the community has done a formal petition to the Wikimedia Foundation. Uh, it's a, a really simple, um, you know, instrument. It's uh, Petitions have been around for centuries, uh, and uh, I, I didn't think I was starting anything um, all that special, but basically to say... Uh, yeah, um, you know, we we would like to be included in the process, or, or at least not be the afterthought. Um, I know that several of the people who were in the meeting have stepped forward afterward, especially now that the petition is out. Um, it was surprising to me that at the same time that they redefined the community. It's actually in the bylaws that the um, Board of Trustees defines what the community is, and they redefined it at that meeting in a way that to most of the members of the community uh, served to reduce the community's involvement by, a, you know, by a, a common standard of what the community is. And... Uh, the people who were already in the community was not were not aware that the community would be re redefined, were not aware that its functional role would be reduced. And there may be some very good reasons for doing that, as in terms of getting people with the right sets of expertise into the board. But at the same meeting, where there no, not everybody proposal for this volunteer council, but at the same time when the community was anticipating perhaps an expanded role. Uh, they find their role is instead reduced, and and there was no real anticipation on the board uh, that there was a need to discuss this with the broader community or or to prepare a statement for why that wasn't done. If someone would like yep. to step in here, I, I hear I hear rustling. Yeah. What, what, what I wonder is, um, when you are talking about the, uh, a council, um, the boards and um, also Eric Muller and, uh, and Anter have written that uh, it would be uh, good if um, the council organized itself and um, um, has started to do the things for the projects that are currently not happening. Now, my question has always been, why the hell do we need uh, permission of the boards to start a council? Well, that's a very good question, actually. Um, and and the, 
the group has begun um, circulating some emails. Uh, I did not do this petition under the aegis of the council. I, I did not. You know, if, if there's any backlash for that, please just bring it down on my shoulders. I'll be seeing my involvement in the, uh, the, the council um, for right now because I don't want anybody to think that it's some sort of political sour grapes for not have, having gotten a budget. You know, these kinds of things, there's always the risk that somebody's going to to read that into it when it's not there. And um, but but I hope that once the uh, petition is complete, that I'll increase my involvement and and you know go back with some of the ideas that I thought uh, a council could facilitate. There are so many things that uh, are currently not done uh, and that are in uh, there are where there is a big demand for things that I basically find it silly that we have uh, all this waiting and basically waiting for what because there is so much that really needs to be done it's incredible yes well I mean what I what I found just as a you know just a regular old administrator on nwiki was that people would be tugging at my sleeve from a lot of different directions and it's hard to catch up with in fact now, even I'm, you know, I'm not an admin on that project right now, but, but, you know, more and more over the last couple of months, people tug here, tug there, and I try not to fall too far behind. It's kind of, it's tough to keep um, up with everything. I imagine for a trustee, it's, it's far tougher. Far it, tough. it doesn't scale. And, no, and it because it doesn't scale, it doesn't scale for the organization, it doesn't scale for the board. Uh, basically, if we, if we want things to happen for uh, the communities, for the projects, then the only thing that you need is make sure that things get done and that you organize things themselves. And uh, everybody knows that the board um, and the organization doesn't have all the money that we would like it to have. So if we need things and we need money for specific tasks, then basically I, I know that you can find these uh, monies. It is just a matter of doing it. Right. Do you have a, another comment, Alison? Um, not um, just that. Um, what I was concerned about was not necessarily um, what happened to, um, you know, during the board meeting, um, but that it wasn't announced to the community. Whatever about the outcome or the potential outcome, the fact that it wasn't really publicised was a matter of concern where. You know, it changes the structure of things. So that in itself is concerning ever about the proposal, the fact that it was proposed rather rather discreetly. Well, the reason why I started the petition was that I heard um, I, I heard quite a few people uh, rumbling with the same voice. Now, I know that in, in a consensus environment, it's impossible to please everyone. But I, I was hearing... Um, well-established contributors uh, just feeling like like it was disrespectful, like it, and it was the kind of disrespect that didn't need to be done that way. Um, yes. And and in a situation where I hear enough people speaking with one voice, every now and then in the past I've started up a petition so that they can express that uh, yeah we're pretty much on the same page with this. Right. Um, one question for you. Yes. Um, have you had any feedback from Foundation in any way regarding this? Um, well, we almost had uh, a couple of Foundation members join us. Unfortunately, um, they weren't able to. So, uh, But uh, I've definitely seen responses on the Foundation mailing list. Um, I, I got a private response, which, you know, it, it was not said, oh, read this off on the Wikipedia Weekly today, but I, it's pretty clear that the that the petition has gotten their attention. Excellent. I guess that's the purpose. It, it, the petition was mentioned in Valleywag today, actually. It was called a toothless uh, petition, which I suppose is as close as Valleywag ever gets to a compliment. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, like, it wasn't really advertised. People weren't, it wasn't like plastered all over um, administrators' notice board or um, not that I saw. Well, if somebody wants to, you're you're welcome to. Um, you know, I didn't want to be in a position where it it looks like oh, you know, Derova's off on a rampage. If something, right? You know, if if people want to spread it around, uh, they can spread it around. I, you know, I'm I'm just 
one individual who tried to articulate a concept. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's been pretty low key, um, quite a number of people have, you know, taken the trip over to Meta to sign it up. And I think that's a good thing. Serves as a reminder that we're, you know, we're all still here and we're, you know, we're still active in the community. Even, you know, every person has, you know, has a right to be heard up to the highest level of the foundation. Right. And um, the last I chat counted, we had 69 signatories, which included um, sysops from at least three different projects, included a uh, past member of the NWIKI Arbitration Committee, included you, you're a Czech user. So we're, we're getting some fairly established members of the community speaking up here. Grace? Um, Herod was going to tell us a little bit about the projects that he's working on, the Beta Wiki and Omega Wiki. Are, is this a good time for you? It's a splendid time for me. Um, well, let me start with Beta Wiki. Uh, that's, uh, uh, that's the project where we do the localization for MediaWiki. Uh, as you may know, uh, we have something like uh, over 250 um, uh, Wikipedias at the moment, but uh, uh, added to that, we have uh, quite a number of projects uh, waiting in the wings uh, in the incubator to get started as well. Now, all these languages uh, are read by people, and if you have a user interface uh, in a language that you can't read, then basically it is uh, not good for the usability of a project. So, in my opinion, uh, localization is one of the things that uh, contributes a lot to the uh, um, uh, quality of the uh, use of a, a, a project. Now, when we started, uh, um, it started all when uh, Nicholas Luckstrom or Nykrabbit uh, started to localize uh, for the Finnish language. He started tools, and these tools uh, uh, were nice. They allowed you to edit in uh, online, and other people found it usable and started to use it as well. Uh, what you then got was uh, uh, all kinds of uh, technology got improved, more people started to work on it, more languages started to happen, and uh, um, what you then got was that the um, uh, that we got a, a really gr a big group of people uh, interested. At some stage, I was able to get some funding uh, from a Dutch NGO uh, for uh, localizing uh, MediaWiki, and uh, that allowed us to uh, bring things to a next level. So, uh, with the organization uh, that I founded, Stichting Open Progress, uh, we uh, adopted BetaWiki uh, to some extent, and um, we started to uh, make the user interface of BetaWiki better. We started to uh, write to people if they could help uh, localize uh, Wikipedia. And uh, what you now see is that more and more languages have uh, sufficient sufficient messages localized so that the uh, project can uh, be used in that language itself. And that is quite an achievement because uh, when we started, or now that was uh, in, no, in October, uh, more than 50% of all the languages didn't have even 50% of the most used messages localized. Now, now we have uh, more than uh, something like 65% of the uh, languages that, that uh, have uh, uh, that are over that uh, target, and slowly but surely we see that the quality of the localization improves. We are now able to. Um, um, backport the messages from um, uh, the, that we use in the Wikimedia Foundation to the stable release. Now, all in all, it is a major. Uh, it represents a major improvement of the usability of the other Wikipedia's. I, was I have to say, I think it's an excellent idea. Um, I've been a contributor to BetterWiki for almost six months now, and. I have to say it's like very gratifying to see your own native language appearing 
um, and and rapidly growing. But not only like just on BetaWiki, but anytime you go to any wiki and you switch the language interface over to your to your own native language and seeking and seeing like the um, translations that you've put in um, coming up on the interface is pretty cool. And you guys have done an awesome job of it. Thank you, thank you. Well, one of the other things that uh, better as well is that the language committee um, um, had to define some requirements for um, uh, the start of new projects. And one of the things that we did was uh, require uh, localization. That made a big difference as well because uh, when a new project starts, all the major uh, messages are localized. So when you are a, an ordinary user, you see everything in your language. And that is, I think, really important. And when you when a language wants a second project, then we need all the messages that uh, media wiki messages and the messages of the extensions used by the Wikimedia Foundation localized as well. And that is a lot of work, but what we expect and what we hope is that when people start to localize that they keep it up and so that when they are ready to start a new language that they don't have to do all all the work because virtually all the work had already been done because really localization in a project like Wikipedia or Wikimedia is special because we are running the beta software we we are always uh, behind in the other languages but English because uh, only English doesn't need anything to have localized only English has everything complete and proper so basically, all the other languages have a handicap that the English language doesn't have. Yes, exactly. And I have to say, um, for small wikis, um, like the ones I'm involved in, the Irish language Wikipedias and Wiktionary, it's a great incentive to bring um, native speakers on board when the interface is in their language. It's not so much fun if it's in English and they're trying to contribute in, a, in their native language. It's not intuitive. So localization no. is vital. In uh, in Africa, uh, they uh, there are loads of who say that uh, if it's uh, if a project is a country that they don't want to participate, but um, once they start and we have uh, the localization done, then they can see that it can be completely in their own language. And when they learn that uh, how self-governing our communities are, then they will understand that an African Wikipedia is truly an app and a Wikipedia for Africans by Africans. And, and that idea that Wikipedia is American is something that, well, has to be uh, understood in a different way in Africa, I'm sure. Yes, I agree. And it's more, it's more theirs. That's the way I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we no. have somebody else has joined us and, and Majorly has been very patient about an introduction. I hope you two will, will excuse me for a second. Majorly, would you say hello? <laughs> Come here. You were saying that you weren't... Oh, dear. Okay, no microphone today. I'm very sorry. Um, well, thank you very much for allowing me to interrupt you for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know how I just how I first found out about Omega Wiki? I was um, actually asking somebody about a um, about a thesaurus, and I got sent over to Omega Wiki, which which is a wonderful project. It doesn't seem much like a thesaurus, though. Um, and and I I was really thrilled when you when you said you would join us. Um, we have a, a request to move on, so we have another topic. Uh, naughty university chancellors. Do we have any Aussies in the room right now? I don't think anybody here is Australian. Oh, good day, Matt. I could put on an Australian <laughs> really bad one. Well, thank you, Shoemaker. Um, to give a, a quick summary here, there was a, a piece in The Australian on April 26th um, about, um, oh, yes, Steve is away right now. Well, if he comes, then he can he can fill us in. 
But I'll read off a little bit because even though I'm not Australian, it does touch on me. Um, a university vice chancellor, Ian O'Connor, has admitted lifting information straight from online encyclopedia Wikipedia and confusing strands of Islam uh, as he was trying to ask the Saudi Arabian government for funding. So basically what he did, and I'm going to, um, to, uh, to, to go here, is that while he was asking for funding from the, for, for a university program from the um, Australian, uh, from the, not from the Australian government, from the Saudi government, he took the, um, the Wikipedia entry for Wahhabism, and and used it in uh, a a published opinion article, substituting one word, substituting uh, in place of Wahhabism, he used Unitarianism, and he wound up saying the primary doctrine of Unitarianism is Tawheed, or the uniqueness and unity of God. Wahhab uh, also preached a against a perceived moral decline and political weakness in the Arabian Peninsula and condemned idolatry, the popular cult of saints, and shrine and tomb visitation. That was his primary doctrine of Unitarianism, uh, as almost cribbed from Wikipedia. And my own religion is kind of an open secret. I was born and raised a Unitarian Universalist. The, the, the two churches are merged in North America. Ah, welcome... Majorly, he mic now. And hey, hey, could you turn down your speakers, please? And and uh, I have to say that this is a a uh, definition of Unitarianism that I've never heard before, beginning with "we don't have doctrine." <laughs> and it's amazing to see a university chancellor not only not not only crib Wikipedia but crib it that badly. Does anybody have? comment. Uh, there, there's a link to this article from the current, not the Wikipedia weekly page. Well, um, before we, before this chat, I we were talking about this briefly, and um, I looked up in the Oxford English Dictionary. Um, the Oxford English Dictionary gives two definitions. One is labeled theology, one is labeled philosophy. Um, the relevant one is Belief in or affirmation of the unity of God, especially the tenets, principles, or views of the Unitarian doctrine or beliefs. Um, so, in other words, basically what he's done is taken a um, taken a word that has one strong meaning and chosen something that is technically maybe a possibility for translate for using that word, but it is, has never been used for that in the history of, of English. But, you know, hey, it kind of is right, and, and it's not going to cause any confusion, is it? Right? Great! Let's go with it. He, in other words, he was an idiot. Uh, well, you know, I, I suppose if you really look at uh, Wahhabism and, and, and you did a, a paper, you, you might come up with a uh, with a thesis that it 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 could be described as Unitarian, but it's you know it's primarily known as as a very liberal branch of Christianity. Um, with uh, other than other than uh, a, a very narrow theological definition, almost no direct relation to Wahhabism at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, well, it's fun. you could argue that liberal Islam and liberal Christianity might have some connections, but to um, use a word to mean to mean one thing other than its primary definition without without you know without qualifying it in some ways is at least odd. Well, some some Australian theologians uh, criticized him and 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 called the the statement nonsensical and and he later uh, amended it uh, per some Muslim scholars uh, and chose a different word um, let's see here uh, Shoemaker you have some nothing about a current arbitration case that you wanted to discuss 
Oh, yes. Um, actually, I, I went through the arbitration cases and came up with three different things to discuss, and then I just have to quickly check and find out which one I wrote down first. Oh, yes, the Sourcing Education Board. Um, this is a proposal proposal in the um, homeopathy case that's currently ongoing. Basically, um, there's a concern that that because the arbitration committee is, is traditionally not allowed to look into content whatsoever, that in some cases um, people are getting sanctioned for, say, civility, whereas the POV pushers on the other side aren't getting sanctioned at all. So, um, Hirol has proposed they set up of a new organization, a sourcing education board. Um, the proposed remedy, let me just move my speakers a bit further in case you're getting a little Skype from things. The sourcing education board proposal reads, the committee shall convene a sourcing education board consisting of credentialed subject matter experts insofar as is reasonable, which shall be tasked with examining complaints related regarding inappropriate use of sources on Wikipedia. The board shall issue findings directly to the committee regarding all questions of source usage, including, but not limited to, the following. Whether an editor has engaged in misrepresentation of sources for their content, whether an editor has used unreliable or inappropriate sources, whether an editor has otherwise substantially violated any portion of the sourcing policies and guidelines. The board's findings shall not be subject to appeal except to the precise manner in which the board will be selected and conduct its operations will be determined with appropriate community participation no later than one month after the closure of this case. As you can imagine, this has proven somewhat controversial. People such as myself think it's a good idea to, do, to at least do something and the um, details can be worked out in practice. For instance, the um, I would have some doubts about giving the board the right to um, issue unappealable rulings as to content, but um, I think that the um, Arbitration Committee has finally ad admitted that NPOV, NPOV, no original research, and verifiability are the three core, core policies of Wikipedia, and that something has to be done to be able to, to allow them to enforce policies, not just the minor one of civility and consensus. Right. Phil, would you have a comment about this? Um, no, I'm, I'm glad to, that they, they're thinking a little bit about uh, making NPOV more important, which I think is something that hasn't really been regarded as important enough. It really is something that we have to, we have to look upon as important if we're going to be taken seriously. Just can't be a free for all where any, everybody gets to do what they want. A lot of people want that, but um, we we can't really turn out to be a respected reference work or a serious reference work if everybody just it's totally lenient and everybody gets to put whatever they want. If nothing else, they're conflicts because everybody wants different things. As sudden, you had something that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, basically, I, I think that the the idea of this is something that I think has been needed for a, a while on Wikipedia. As as a mediator, almost everything that um, every every major um, d a dispute that sort of comes through the mediation cabal and ends up um, either going to um, going to uh, the Mediation Committee or ending up at ARBCOM is mostly to do with sources, the interpretation of sources. And, and I think that um, getting this new process started is, is something that is important. And I think um, 
is is going to help, I think. But the only trouble is, is that if it's not done properly, um, then this board could end up just getting flooded with requests because, I mean, there are probably hundreds or thousands of um, disputes that are currently going on in Wikipedia, and that it needs to make sure that um, that these sort of um, uh, disputes that are involved with 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 sources and how they're used and the interpretation of them, they need to be careful that they they don't um, overwork this board. Otherwise, it could end up failing in an area where we really do need to have some sort of um, some sort of decision making process that could occur. Well, yes, I understand that the uh, the people who do mediation already are, are stretched very thin. There's a need for more mediators, and if somebody hears this uh, this Skype cast is interested, um, that would certainly be welcome. Um, but Shoemaker, do you have some insights into this? I mean, you've you've read off a bit. Um, what's your take on it? Well. I think there's a few problems with this. Um, well, there's a few problems, but a few, but also a few problems that have to be solved. Um, there's a, where there's a post from Kirill um, a bit before this case opened, where she actually admitted that in a lot of cases, um, POV pushers, I may have said this already, go for, um, can't be um, punished because it's a content issue, and. Um, so um, people who are trying, so people are trying to battle for NPOV and the other policies, are getting cited for civility or some other minor, one of the minor policies, and you know that just doesn't work. For instance, in the homeopathy case, which I'm a member of, Diana Ullman had this, and this is not, not uncommon for a, a lot of POV pushers. Um, they think that if a source is a reliable source, that everyone must agree to putting it in, using the material that they choose from it, and just um, just think that a reliable source means a source that must be used. That's not true. A, the reliable source guideline is the minimum minimum for including a source in Wikipedia. It then has to be judged under um, NPOV, undue weight, fringe theories, all the other things, um, and even consensus. Although consensus does not trump NPOV, it may trump one source on one side of the consensus as long as other sources exist. Um, FT2 it want, is saying something. I'll um, read this off from the tech, as we said. We, um, this is the ARB, ARBCOM member FT2. The problems in some cases genuinely are difficult. Franco-Mongol Alliance was one. Obscure books that were hard to check, quote, selectively are misbalanced, and some synthesis. So yes, there may well be cases where we really need firmer resolution on content matters. The main issue we need to watch for is this. Content, ideally, can always be improved and can be adapted as a communal knowledge and input changes and grows. Um, that's, oh, proposals like content arbitration always flounder in one area, the risk of fossilization. And he's still typing, so let's, uh, let's comment on what he said already. Um, I was involved in the Franco-Mongol Alliance case. I'm not sure that anybody else here was. Um, there was an editor who's a, a prolific editor who has, um, and I don't want to call out any individual excessively, but this is somebody who had written several um, featured articles, and about half of them got defeatured, problems, and was using um, highly academic... Uh, sources in in languages other than English, and and there were some questions about whether this person was using um, the sources appropriately. 
and certainly it's not all that easy to double check on on things when you're using um, stuff on on history that is not even even all that easy to find if you are fluent in French and Japanese. Yeah, but isn't is it, it don't you have a big risk if you say that uh, material from another language uh, used that uh, by doing exactly that that you uh, create a NPOV in in his case the um, arbitration committee wound up amending his uh, its its decision when when problems continued uh, and basically offering him an option between either using English language sources for one year only or, or having a mentor and fortunately we found a mentor who's trilingual in English, French and Japanese who was willing to help him. Um, okay. but, but part of the problem was that this was someone who in a significant number of cases you know more than is just uh, you know somebody could make a mistake, anybody could make a mistake but in a significant number of cases uh, he would say um, an author said one thing and, and really cherry-pick uh, a certain phrase when the entire surrounding paragraph was saying the opposite mm -hmm. and um, and it's tough when somebody is doing that if if you were accepting feedback then not a problem but this was somebody who who really felt that his scholarship was proper and and uh, other people looking at it uh, were were finding problems okay yes certainly that is a common um, problem with POV pushers I mean um in the homeopathy case, several several of them were caught out. Well, I say caught out. Realize that I have a point of view on this. That um, homeopathy is monkum. So if I'm talking about homeopathy, POV pushers, some views on this. So that's just my statement of being fair. Um, now I'm going to be completely and totally unfair. A lot of the people who are who are at the center of the case on the homeopathy side, really did choose just a few phrases that seemed to support their viewpoint from various sources. And in one person's case, um, had, he had several articles from very obscure journals that none of, that were very hard, I, I think that people only finally got a hold of it at great expense, like writing to the company to ask for reprints, that kind of thing. Um, and then when they did, we discussed all the, all sorts of problems were discovered with them, as we had suspected before. Um, he also had a tendency to really overhype the importance of sources and that kind of thing. Claim journals were much more major than they were. Um, let's read off a little bit of what FT2 said. Your your voice is sounding a little hoarse. Would you like me to? Right, to can you do so? Sure, yes, sure, I will. Okay. Um, Let's see if I can get uh, into this. Um, okay, so um, he's. Uh, did we get to the offset? Oh, oh, I might repeat a little bit. That's the last thing. That's the last. I said I think. Okay, so he's he's prioritizing how to how to manage. Um, content disputes at an arbitration level. He says, first, content must be able to be improved. Sourcing committee said so in 2002 is a real problem if we move to arbitrated content. Second, every last editor with a point of view to push will try to be on it, on the committee itself that de decides uh, what things are or to influence it. We need to take care in, in selection of a, a content committee. And third, because my math doesn't work, uh, we must be exceedingly careful about what it does to the wiki ethos. We've always been a community that resolved things by collaboration whenever possible. We need to not change that, not to become a top-sound system to the extent that nobody not on the sourcing committee gets a say. Like arbitration, it's a last resort for worst cases designed well, and a lot of the design work is already an NPOV proposal, for example, yes, designed well, it would be useful. Just tread very carefully in how it's done and consult widely. He goes on to say, and I wouldn't want to commit to doing it without lots of thought, lots of communal input. I'd want to commit to considering it carefully, though. On a brief read, 
That'd be my first impression. I reserve the right to change, though, depending on what discussion happens. And Seddon69 is giving applause. Do you have yeah, comments, yeah, yeah, Seddon? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. I, I think... I think what FT2 has said here is, it, it, you, I cannot say it any better, really. Um, the the content committee, if it does exist, then I we have to be careful. Um, I, I think that you know it should basically it should only be a place where the administrators should be, for the main reason that if they're made administrators, then they should it should be expected that they. Um, can remain neutral in these sort of discussions, but I, I'm sure that you know in the in the most difficult of of topics, then you know even administrators will have some sort of point of view, and it it will be a very difficult um, selection process. Um, and, and yes, I, I'm a mediator myself. I think that. I mean, not only do you, you, you when you get to these sort of this sort of level where you're deciding content, you you have to have good mediation skills because at the end of the day you are going to be making a decision, and uh, you, you you anyone can make a decision, but trying to get those people to um, agree with it and to stick by it, um, it is much more difficult than it might seem. Uh, in mediation, um, once it gets up to this sort of level, you know, mediation is essentially should have broken down, and there should be, you know, this really should be the last resort. And um, I, I think that so long as um, the the people that are on this committee have got a very, very good and deep understanding, not only of sourcing but of mediation itself. And they have to be very good at working with people because this is going to be possibly even more difficult than what the arbitration committee currently does. Um, and the the final point that you made about um, Wikipedia not becoming a, a top-down um, sort of organisation or not organisation, but th you know that that not for it to that things get passed down it must remain a community-based project and that i agree completely that this sourcing committee should really be the last line that um something has to go to because the the decisions that this committee would be making would be possibly some of the most difficult decisions that, that there would be on wikipedia oh absolutely I, well, may I just I read off something that AGK wrote? I, I believe AGK is a mediator also. Um, AGK says, my two pence. It's essential we bear in mind the fundamental uh, wiki system that content decisions are made by the many, not the few. Closing editorial decisions down to a select few is not, not something we need to enter into lightly. Oh, I agree, definitely. Um, one thing that might help would be if the sourcing committee was only judged on individual people, persons' use of sources. You know, it was saying that user XYZ was misusing the sources that he was proposing. That would be a different thing than saying that article XYZ should be written from, should be written to say that, you know. One, one thing that I uh, find interesting is, uh, yes, uh, all these things are really nice and really important, but uh, what is proposed works only uh, in the English Wikipedia. Wouldn't it be much better if we had similar structures like an arbitration committee uh, that would work uh, across projects? Because if there is now a particular point of view in a specific language, which is completely uh, opposite to as another point of view in another media. Is this seen? Is this handled? Is this something that we should deal with? Isn't one a Wikipedia and the other, and shouldn't we consider them all? Well, traditionally, the projects have each run their own um, policies and their own standards. And it, it may be, um, in, in some uh, respects, that what would be um, a neutral point of view Chinese medicine in the Chinese Wikipedia 
would, would come out differently from what would be a neutral point of view in the English Wikipedia on that. Would somebody please uh, mute? I, I hear that the dancing of fingers on a keyboard. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right. So, but, yes, um, but 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 the problem is that uh, when you have, for instance, the issue of the Volapuk Wikipedia, uh, there it is uh, people uh, complaining about the quality of that project, and they use as an argument that it is uh, not the quality of uh, what we expect in a Wikipedia, and they refer to their home Wikipedia to make their arguments. So uh, so this is an argument that breaks down because uh, the, the uh, argument is used the, uh, by comparing Wikipedias. Well, that's interesting. I know on English you can't use one Wikipedia as a source for another. Um, but, you know, it, it could be a problem. We've sometimes had behavioral problems migrate from one language to another where somebody gets kicked off of one Wikipedia or somebody's bothering an editor on one Wikipedia and then starts going off and bothering them on other places. We have one more um, item on our list and we've got about another seven minutes here. So let's go to the lobbying by camera. Shoemaker, would you like to explain what this is? Oh God, if I have to. Um, okay, basically the camera, which um, the committee for, oh God, help me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember the acronym either. It It's um, a lobbying group, um, committee uh, for accuracy on Middle East uh, reporting. Reporting in America. Right. Um, it's a private lobbying group which um, takes basically lobbies for Israeli side in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and pretty much all other conflicts, I suppose. Um, I'm not intimately familiar with it. But anyway, they were actually caught out um, having organized a plan to um, create a horde of meat puppets. Um, very detailed plan, too, down to edit other areas that aren't involved with the Middle East so that you aren't, so that, so that you aren't seen as biased. Um, then we'll choose some of you to become administrators so that, and all the other people just do a minimum number of edits so that you can vote for our, for our administrators and get them to administrator and then they can go into the um, um, articles that we want we want to change the tone of and basically block all the people who agree with us and they were caught out and now, Wikipedia is basically reeling, reeling in the aftermath. So as I understand what happened was that apparently somebody infiltrated them um, and got their, their private uh, communications and published it through um, an Iraqi news source. Is that correct? I think it was pretty much like that. Oh, Darova, why are you asking? Why are you asking me? I am um, was just I was just going through the um, list of arbitration cases to find things that we ought to find. Oh, okay. Well, well, you had you had you had requested the topic. You had requested the topic. Well, yeah, but I requested the topic because I thought it was a major Wikipedia news. Oh yes, it <laughs> is. Yes. Um, in fact, uh, an outgrowth of it is on the front page of Slashdot as we speak. Um, the Register uh, published a piece um, about a side issue from the, um, that while this was unfolding, and naturally uh, the Israeli-Palestinian dispute is is pretty um, uh, pretty tumultuous in the best of times. Um, while this was going, an IP address from the United States Department of Justice came along to an article with, that was already citing the existing news about this and uh, and blanked it out, cited material, blanked it out, and then came back after it was restored and blanked it out again. And uh, we don't at this point know whether this was some you know nefarious scheme or whether it was just some intern uh, doing it on their lunch break, 
but it, it certainly has an appearance of impropriety. It raises questions. Uh, the register couldn't get a statement from the Department of Justice and wrote a piece about it anyway. Uh, that piece got slash dotted, and it is right now on the front page of slash dot. The last time I had 200 uh, comments. Let's see how many it's got now. Uh, since we've been recording, it has gained, looking here, um, it's now up to 228 comments. So, um, it it is it, primarily the thing that's on Slashdot was that the uh, Wikipedia wound up for a sh for a couple of days blocking the United States Department of Justice from editing pages, which is well uh, sometimes something that we do occasionally. Um, does anybody have a comment about the the camera scandal or the things that that came out of that? Well, it is a scarily disturbing how detailed their plans were, and that it actually, actually at a glance, looks like something that had potential to work. It's something that will... It's something that might be affecting um, requests for administration for some time, I suspect. Well, they're certainly not the only group that's ever tried to manipulate Wikipedia for ideological purposes. Um, it's not often that we, we get internal communications leaked, but there are some times when it's quite obvious. You know, the wiki scanner uncovered um, large numbers of, of IP edits from, from various organizations, and, um, you know, and, and things like this have come out before. Um, uh, it, it's something, regardless of politics, I don't care what the politics are, I think that we really need to take a prioritize uh, this kind of, of problem, try to be as fair as we can about, you know, not not going after people unfairly, but, but when we're able to prove something like this, we really can't get into the, the question of, well, how many uh, administrators did they actually promote? The fact that the, um, that the plan was as detailed as it was, um, and, and as, as, you know, that's just scary to me, and I think that we, we really have to take a, a strong stand on this. And unfortunately, try to also communicate to people that um, when something like this does come out, it's much worse press for you than what you might have gained if you had succeeded at it. I mean, this is just a big embarrassment, and for a group that sometimes has to deal with con conspiracy theories that are really out of this world, um, having something actual come out is is a big embarrassment. Um, for the Department of Justice, again, uh, it's important for organizations to have firm rules that, that are enforced and respected and overseen for, for how to participate in Wikipedia. Um, for all we know, this is just, you know, some intern on their lunch break, but we don't know, and it doesn't always turn out to be the intern on the lunch break. Yeah, but one question. Um, uh, when you are uh, thinking of uh, taking over the English Wikipedia, that is difficult. But if you consider uh, many of the small projects, that is so easy, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, there are at least 100 Wikipedias, and if somebody decided to take over that Wikipedia, it would be theirs, no problem at all. 253, because, uh, yeah. There are 100 uh, uh, projects that have less than 1,000 articles. If somebody comes in and knows a little bit how to write an article, he is the king of the hill. He can do whatever. And well, if he's I'm not sure we should be saying this. Yeah, I'm not sure we want to give people ideas here. But, <laughs> yeah, but, it is, but that is basically uh, one of the reasons why it is such a bad idea to have all these small projects that are absolutely doing nothing. And there are people that... Just don't bump this. That is basically an issue. Well, I was looking up the, the main page traffic last week, or several Wikipedias, and I think that the Icelandic Wikipedia was getting about 1,500 page views a month. I mean, although it's with the smaller projects, it would be easier to, to come in. They also don't get all that much traffic. Uh, English Wikipedia gets um, 5 million page views a day. It is uh, the 800-pound gorilla that sits on top of the Google rankings. It, it is a huge target. 
So although we have many more people here, the, the stakes are much, much higher than they are in some of the smaller Wikipedias where I guess you could, but then how many people would ever actually be reading what you're saying? Um, and yes, when you get to... Go ahead. If you take, for instance, the, Bengal, the Bengali Wikipedia, which is an excellent project, by the way, uh, uh, the Wikipedia is the biggest resource in that language on the Internet. And this is true for many languages. And if you have a, a language with almost no footprint on the Internet and you start uh, writing in Wikipedia, it will be the authority by default because there is nothing else. Hmm. So, so uh, the uh, if you look at it by numbers, then uh, it is uh, stat uh, lies, dem lies, and statistics. It, it, statistics tell you what you what uh, what you want them to tell. Yes, of course, the English Wikipedia has most traffic, but if you want to uh, if you want to get a message out to people that don't speak English, you don't care what the English Wikipedia says. That is very true, and uh, we're, we're just about at time, but I think the lesson of this is that we should all be learning Bengali. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank everybody for coming. Um, do you have one, fin you know, one final goodbye for each person? Uh, Phil, do you have a final word goodbye today? Well, um, to, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again another time. Harold, thank you very much for coming. Do you have a final uh, thing to say? Well, um, everybody loves Wikipedia, but have a look at uh, Omega Wiki and Bad Wiki. They are nice projects too. And Seddon? Come and mediate for the mediation cabal. We need you. <laughs> Shoemaker? I'd like to offer this musical farewell. Go away, madam, I should say, madam, you display, madam, shocking taste. It is rude, madam, to intrude, madam, with your brood, madam, face and face. You come here, madam, interfere, madam, with a peer, madam, I am one. You're aware, madam, what you dare, madam, so take care, madam, and be gone. Congre Thank you. Let's applaud this. You did that in real time. Thank you. <laughs> 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 uh, says, uh, read goodbye and good night for me, and antiquity said... He just had something I absolutely cannot pronounce that ends in phobia, uh, which is the irrational fear that you so someone somewhere is secretly reading it on Skype. And AGK applauds. Thank you all for coming. A wonderful session. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye.